my fellow Canadians, and welcome back to Diving Inside the Human Mind with me, your host, Kim Millette. I'm honored you decided to spend 10 minutes of your Saturday chatting with us. And if you want to tune in on more of our weekly discussions, make sure to hit the subscribe button at the end of our video today. Now in today's topic, I decided to change it up a bit. So I've invited a Canadian high school student who's taken an interest in studying a current concern I think appropriately relates to her age group. She is a grade 12 student who will be discussing how isolation from COVID-19 is mentally affecting the youth of Canada. Thank you so much for joining us today, Zoe. Kim, thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor to be here. I'm just so grateful that I get to share my research with you guys today. So, good morning, everyone. And I really want to get right into this because I found a lot of frightening and insightful information in my studies that I've really just been anxious to share with you guys. For me, being a teen myself, going through this unexpected time of uncertainty, I really felt this topic hit me hard with the information I found on the other Canadian teens going through this tough time as well. Now, COVID-19 was initially first brought to our attention in January to February of 2020, and it became a growing concern in March 2020. Now, if we look at that, we've been talking about this virus for just about a year now, which is kind of scary to imagine. Everyone's lives quickly began to change in the midst of March when our very first lockdown happened in Canada. Oh, what a stress that was. It has been an emotional roller coaster for absolutely everybody this past year, but today specifically, I wanted to talk about how exactly it's affecting children and teens because the media doesn't really cover what they're going through. So, through my perspective and my research, I hope I can bring more awareness to the emotions my generation and even younger are specifically dealing with. Children and youth are more vulnerable to the stress inflicted from the new developments in these difficult times. They are now being taught regularly to make unrealistic adjustments at a young age with a fast and overwhelming pace, such as social distancing, masking everywhere, and dealing with the loss of daily rhythms and activities such as extracurricular activities, social interactions, daily schedule patterns with school, physical activity, and fear for the economic future. It is also shown that students that participate in online schooling daily can suffer from digital fatigue, which means there is absolutely a possibility of being behind a screen at an overwhelming amount of time, especially now when there's nothing else to do but sit at home behind a screen. Now, all these effects from the pandemic lockdown lead me into my real topic of how exactly it's affecting the mental health of the youth. So, as we know, the anxiety, depression, and suicide rate was already concerning as it is, and people who didn't have any disorders are now coming face to face with them, increasing the rates due to this new unseen before stress. These mental concerns have intensified since the outbreak, especially since we are now exposed to a more lonely reality where we can't physically interact with society or even seek the help we need from a therapist. Everything has become virtual. The Center for Addiction and Mental Health study showed an overall deterioration on mental health. From April 10th to the 24th, 
they did a survey with 622 participants of people ages 14 to 27. They asked them to answer questions about their mental health and the results reported a significant amount of mental deterioration from pre-pandemic to the point of the data collection. Out of the 622 results, approximately half had seeked mental health. The 68% who seeked help and the 40% who didn't were both experiencing problems with depression, anxiety, and other issues. So if we really think about those statistics, we still have 40% of young adolescents that are struggling with their own thoughts and emotions without seeking help during this difficult time which is also frightening considering 18% of the respondents also reported they had thoughts of suicide in the early stage of the pandemic. And overall in Canada, 6% of the population ages 15 to 24 reported suicidal thoughts in the past year. And with Canada's population being 37,742,154 people, 6% of that is 2,264,529 people. My question is, how much has the pandemic contributed to those stats? And how many are just young kids? In Canada, we've also had a 20% decrease from 62% of 15 to 24 year olds reporting good mental health in 2018, to now having only 42% report good mental health as of 2020. Which I mean, can really back up my study like, if you think about it, 20% is such a high stat for such a limited age group in such a short amount of time. Now, depression today is not the only concern that my study showed during this pandemic. As in another survey taken, 70% of the respondents also reported increased anxiety. This anxiety stems from the stress in their families from economic change, uncertainty for the future, loss of jobs, and health. They also said that they felt disconnected with digitally learning from this and this also deteriorating their social skills. There is a lot of anxiety about the transition of growing up in this as well. And as a teenager myself, I can confirm there's a great amount of pressure and stress transitioning from a student to an adult in such a difficult time with the fear of what the future of jobs and education will be like. It's all so unexpected for all of us, but especially those who are taking that step into adulthood in such a time of uncertainty. Oh, wow. I mean, you backed up some really good points, and that is a lot of insightful information for me to take in especially when I have a 17-year-old daughter myself. I'm concerned even now more than I was. So with that, what can we expect to see in the future or what can we do to help change this in any way because the stats are just concerning as a parent to hear? Well, Kim, Intentionally, we are looking at a future generation of a serious challenge to tackle mental health. As this isolation and pandemic is ongoing, we have no idea how prolonged this can be. So, realistically, we are going to have a handful of damaged teens and kids with social deteriorations if we continue on this isolated pathway without encouraging everyone to reach out and get help. I mean, really, 
this is what it's all been about. Me hoping to raise some awareness to those lonely kids who have no idea what to expect. I want to tell them they are not alone. There are sources they can reach out to. And to parents at home with younger kids and teens, just listen and be there for your child. It has been broadcasted all over, I'm sure, what we're all going through and all the struggles we're facing individually. But if you could just take a moment and dive into the mind of your child, I think you may really start seeing their perspective on all of this and hopefully make you notice the damage it's causing. So if you could just be there for them and get them the help they need, you could honestly save a life. If you or someone you know is struggling with a mental illness, please call 1-800-668-6868, toll free, or text connect to 686868. Well, thank you, Zoe, for discussing such a sensitive and concerning topic with us today. I really hope a lot of my listeners are going to take that with them today and really think about it and hopefully realize that it's not just them, it's all of us. But there are useful tools we can all use to work on getting better together, to build back the health of our youth. So folks, that brings me to the end of our weekly discussion. That was Zoe Millette on how isolation from COVID-19 is mentally affecting the youth of Canada. Thanks for listening and make sure to hit the like and subscribe button for more discussions from diving inside the human mind.